All right, happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome back. Here we go. Along with Adrian Broadus, I'm Steve Kaplowitz. Getting you ready for sports talk, uh, as we've got a lot to do today. Uh, it's going to be a busy one. A lot of guests, a lot of fun, a lot of excitement. Jay Jaffe, the Foss from uh, the Super Bowl. By the way, Foss is working his magic. I'm going to tell you this right now. Foss is working his magic, and he believes he's going to do something that I haven't been able to do in 27 years. What's that? Get us on Radio Row next year. Wow. Oh, yeah. The he, believes it's, he believes it's happening. He <laughs> believes we're taking the show on the road to Glendale next year. We're broadcasting live from Radio Row. So I was just going to say, isn't it in Arizona next year? It's an easy ride. And it's in Houston the year after. Two easy ones mm. in a row. Two I love easy this. ones. Great timing by the Foss. Yeah, Foss is determined. And you know, he is an attorney, so that's kind of nice too. But he's not doing this for us. He's a lawyer, so maybe he can come up, maybe he can sue the NFL just like uh, Brian Flores and get us to Radio Row. That see, would be awesome. See, I could see uh, Steve Foster like hanging alongside like Mad Dog Radio, like where they're set up on Radio Row and just oh, yeah. kind of waiting until they're done and then approaching him and being like, hey, I'm Steve Foster. I'm from Laying Down the Law. We want to be here next year. How do we do it? He's already spoken to two people inside the NFL Communications Department and they've made a note on our account for next year. Now, the truth is this, okay? Um, here's the real reason we've never been there. When we were Dallas Cowboy affiliates forever, we still are with the Q, I would always apply through the Cowboys with the NFL, and they always turned me down. The Cowboys never once, even though we aired their games and I broadcasted live twice from Valley Ranch for crying out loud. I did the show from their offices. I went to college with some... Do you know that Mike... The guy that I worked with in college who produced our sports radio shows spent 20 years working as Brad Sham's game producer and engineer. Oh, man. So we were, right oh, there. yeah. Douglas. We've been, we've been broadcasting live from Valley Ranch in the past. Still couldn't get to Radio Row. Man, that's a that's a huge bummer. I mean, I know it's exclusive, Steve. I'm uh, just screw also, that. Exclusive. Oh, exclu- you know what? There are so many bogus members of the media that go to that cover this Super Bowl. I don't want to hear the exclusive part because it used to be exclusive. Now it's a joke. For whatever reason, it's, it's never happened. Am I bitter? You bet I'm bitter. We should have been there years ago. It's ridiculous. 25 years hosting this radio show and never once going live from the Super Bowl. It's, it's a joke, but it's okay. Um, I, I've accepted it. I told Foz, hey, if it happens, great. If not, no problem. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm at peace with it. I am. I am at peace because I never, I don't expect to ever happen. But Foss is determined. Oh my God, Steve Foster, you would think this is like, like we've insulted his family with the NFL not letting us go from Radio Row. Is there a chance that Steve Foster, when he talks to the NFL communications staff, is there a chance, Steve, that he actually uh, that they took down all his information and they were like, okay, let's make sure that this guy never comes out here again or, or something like that. I hope not. Foss is our guy. And he's if there's anybody who can get this done, it's Foss. But I'm worried. I'm just a little worried. He's in Southern California right now in, like, the NFL thing, and he's not even credentialed. And you want to know what's even funnier? Guys from the NFL saw him today, and they said, oh, hey, we just saw you at the Pro Bowl. So they know him. They know him already. You're the guy who's taking photos with Miles Garrett. That's right. So he's already known, um, which is even funnier. I like Foss. You know why I like Foss? He's a member of the rogue media. He's rogue. Not credentialed. Still going anyway. Doesn't care. Just does not care. Has all the friends he needs. He's friendly, and he talks to everybody, 
and he's making friends with the right people in the right places. Good for Foss. He can drop. He can name drop a ton when he speaks to these uh, NFL players or speaks to people on the media level. You know, we're, we're all we're back oh. in Foss in a big way. I am. I, Foss is my guy. I'm just worried, Steve. Maybe people who aren't used to the Foss, they might have a different perception. We got to ask. Oh, hang him on, the hang truth. on. Now let's think about this for a second, okay? Say Foss rubs them the wrong way, right? What does it matter? It's not like we're going anyway. True. So as far as I'm concerned, I'd rather take the chance that Foss knocks one out of the park than uh, we end up getting blackballed. We've never been to the Super Bowl for that. We've been I've been turned down numerous times over the years when I applied. The one year that Foss was given a game credential to the Cowboys, a season pass, they still turned us down. Oh, and I thought serious? that and I thought that was a guarantee we're going to the Super Bowl that year. Foss already told me I was going to be crashing with him and his pals in Miami. Man, I mean, the the next step is the combine, right? Because if he's out there uh, and showing off at pro, the Pro no, no. Bowl, Forget, yeah, no, he, he he thought about the combine. He wants to do he wants to do the draft. Oh, he wants nice. us to go from Vegas and broadcast live from the draft. Let's so we'll, so we'll do that. We'll 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 apply, and I guarantee you this: we'll get sponsors. We'll make sure our costs get covered, and we'll have underwriters so we can broadcast live from Vegas and be there for draft night. That and the first you know, couple nights of the draft, Thursday, Friday. There's no reason why we shouldn't be able to do that. That should be a reality. Oh man, I'm in. I'm all in, and I feel like uh, we just need to we just need to stay on top of Steve Foster for all this kind of stuff. Well, we're gonna get the lowdown in an hour when he joins us on our hotline at five o'clock. I thought we we're gonna zoom with Foss, but now nah, we'll do the phones today because it'd be more fun. And then Foss can go into detail about Operation Radio Row and what he's trying to do to get us there the next couple of years. Okay, I want I want all the specifics for Foss, and then I also want to see him at some point this week via Zoom. So we'll, oh, yeah. we'll make that happen. No doubt about it. I want to see him. I want to see him like uh, absolutely photobomb Russo and just jump right in during his Mad Dog Radio show and see if he can get in the background for that and have a little fun. That'd be great. Yes, he'd be an awesome guest on that show. Oh, he would. Actually, it would be funny if he gets him during a break and just gives him the phone and just pops him right on the show. That would be great. Even so. better. He could get guest uh, speakers right with us. I wouldn't be surprised. So, and then we'll find out if um, it, we'll also find out if Foss and Snoop got together last night. Oh, that's that's a good one. I can't wait. You know, Foss told I us. I didn't was, get the phone call though. That's that's a bummer. I know. Me too. Me too. All right. So anyway, that's going to be our first. Uh, that'll be the start of the second hour. John Teicher is coming up. He's going to join us live at five forty-five for a little prelude before we get ready for UTEP basketball with Kevin Baker and Joe Golding because John is coming up live tonight, and I'm also excited about that because, as you know, whenever we talk UTEP basketball, uh, John and uh, coaches Golding and Baker do such a great job. That's going to be Hudson's Grill tonight on the east side, 1770 Lee Trevino, 6-7. to seven. So excited about that, especially with the news that the boot is off. Keontae Kennedy is now no longer in a boot, which means he could soon be resuming workouts with the team. It also means that he's probably going to have to cut down on his NBA 2K playing because he's probably spent the last two months playing way too much NBA 2K. But good for him. The Miners need him. He needs UTEP, and uh, timing could not be better since here we are nine days into February. 
Yeah, you know, I just got a chance to speak with Joe Golding after practice today about the the injury with Keontae Kennedy and uh, kind of entering this phase two of his rehab. So there's, he said, uh, Joe Golding said today that there's still going to be some time, but they're moving in the right direction, which is what you want to hear. I think base, uh, you know, just kind of gauging on how the, the rest of this month looks, Steve. Be- best case scenario, you look not this weekend, you look next weekend where they really might need him. Yeah. They have that Thursday game at La Tech, Saturday against Southern Miss, and Monday against. Uh, Middle Tennessee. That's a tough three-game stretch right there for the Miners, and so they would need that extra body in Keontae Kennedy. But how much can you really expect from a guy that's been out two months with a foot injury? That's a very delicate situation. You don't want to re-aggravate it. You want to make sure that he's a full go. That is a tough, tough spot for anybody to come back from, and I mean, I don't expect Keontae Kennedy to be 100% for the next month. Maybe you can get him at, at 60 or 75, which will be fine. And, you know, that could definitely add another dimension to UTEP's offense and defense. Conversely, and I asked a, a lot of these guys, which everybody was very positive about Keontae Kennedy rejoining the team, but conversely, you also wonder about this team itself. I mean, they've managed without Keontae Kennedy up to this point. They've been winning through this stretch, and not to say they weren't winning with him, but I'll, I'm just saying, do you want to mix things up too much with chemistry? Well, I I mean, with, when you get one of your best players back in Keontae Kennedy, maybe it's an easy slide. I, I'm just curious to see this whole recovery process and how he gets back onto the court. I mean, I'm fascinated. I am fascinated with that. So, anyway, um, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, we'll get a chance to hear in about an hour and less than two hours from now. We'll hear John with the, both the Coach Baker and Coach Golding and uh, talk a little UTEP basketball uh, here on the program. Um, and by the way, you know the women have not done as well as the men. They have definitely struggled. Um, and a lot of people say that it's because the overall quality of basketball being played uh, in the in Conference USA for the women is is really good right now. And I don't doubt it. But at the same time, Adrian, I expected I've expected more from the UTEP women over the last month, and I'm really hoping. That you know, like every team, sometimes you find uh, your you know your high point, your low point. I'm just hoping that the miners can figure out a way to put this thing back together again and finish strong. Uh, you know, heading into the conference tournament next month. Yeah, losing back to back games on the road, or, or not necessarily uh, the the you know the other one against Rice, but you just look at the women's basketball team. They've lost four of their last five games, Steve, including two game uh, two games in which they lost in the Florida swing uh, to Florida Atlantic and FIU. They lose at home against Rice and then on the road against Louisiana Tech on Monday. Yeah, this this team, I, I'm just waiting for them to kind of turn the corner right now. But the good thing for this women's group is they have the talent. So if they oh, yeah. can turn the corner, they'll be a scary team come the conference tournament time. They just have to really put it all together here down the stretch. I mean, think about this, folks. They've lost four of their last five. But other than the loss um, in Miami to FIU, they lost to the Owls by two, Rice by three, La Tech by three. So really, you know, three of those four losses have come by two or three points. They're right there. They're just not able to close it out. And that's going to be the key. And hopefully, uh, you know, their fortune will start to change because 
This is a basketball team that absolutely could have some big things uh, going their way if they could just get back on track and uh, and and win the tight ones. I'm sure that's something that uh, Kevin uh, Baker and John Teich are going to talk about here in a couple hours. Yeah, kind of like the men, they have four of their next six games on the road to close out the season. So the women's basketball team will be battle-tested on the road, and they're going to have to travel well. And on the road, Steve, just looking away uh, for this, uh, this schedule, they're 3-5 and five when they leave the Haskins Center. So they've got to be a better road team. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And that's a key. I mean, you're right. Nine and three and three and five, that's a big difference, isn't it? Really is. So uh, we'll do that uh, coming up uh, in our uh, six o'clock hour with uh, John Teicher live from Hudson's Grill. So as you might imagine, with Jay Jaffe, the Foss, and Jeff Erickson coming up at 520, we got a lot to cover on the show today. Boy, you think Jeff Erickson is excited? He's going to the Super Bowl. He's shelled out for tickets for himself and for his daughter, and he gets an opportunity to cross off that bucket list trip. It's in his backyard. He's a Bengals fan, and right now, more I'm listening to people predict this game, I'm hearing a lot of people going Rams, not Bengals, really? going Rams because of the defense. They all believe the same thing, that the Rams defense is going to make Joe Burrow's life a living hell, and that's going to be the difference in the football game. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I've kind of heard, the, you know, conversely, I've heard a lot of people talk the Bengals up with Joe Burrow, with Jamar Chase. They've also hyped up the defense with Cincinnati and said, well, if, you know, Joe Burrow got sacked nine times against the Titans, it doesn't really matter what the Rams defensive line could do I I'm on the side where I feel quiet I feel confident I'm ready to go if, I, if I'm the the Los Angeles Rams I don't think it's going to be a blowout I think it's going to be a good game like every other game has been I think it's going to be fun but uh I am really interested to see you know how Burrow responds when that Rams defensive pressure starts coming his way that's going to be that's going to be a great subplot in this game yeah I mean one of the big narratives going into this one is Aaron Donald is one of the best defensive players in the league the one thing missing from Aaron Donald's resume I mean he's a seven-time all-pro in eight years uh, for his NFL career the one thing he's missing is a Super Bowl ring that's right that's absolutely right Quarter pass. Good to have you with us on a Wednesday edition of Sports Talk. Jay Jaffe coming up right after Charlie One. He's standing by with our first traffic update of the afternoon. 20 past as we continue here on Sports Talk. Time to talk a little baseball and beer with this man. He's Jay Jaffe from Fangraphs.com. Joins us live each week to talk a little baseball. All right, Jay, good to have you back. And um, now that it's what, almost uh, mid-February, right around the corner. I think baseball fans are kind of probably all thinking the same thing. All right, guys, it's enough screwing around.